Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Welcome to another episode of the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. How is everybody doing? Just a reminder that you are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key, the flagship station for your Columbus Chattahoots. And we are brought to you by Ivy Park Sports Bar Grill, Go Jump and Slide Inflatables, and Backwoods Barbecue. And on the show today, I finally have a Columbus Chattahoots player. I've had the GM. I've had the broadcaster, and I've had the manager, Steve Smith, all on the show, but I'm going to have a player. And so on the show today is Chattahoots pitcher, Brian Trepanier. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. All right. Well, let's talk about your upbringing. I mean, you've always loved baseball, right? Yes, sir. So you living in Columbus what it means to play for the hometown team, but your love of baseball goes back to your little league days. Uh, you played little league for which, which little league? I played in Northern. You did play for Northern. Okay. So they have a tradition and history of winning district eight and representing Georgia in the state tournament. And in fact, they were one game away from the little league world series last year. And we all know the history. They won the little league world series in 2006. Did you play for coach Jim Morris? I did not get to play for Coach Morris. Um, so I think my 12-year-old year was the year he took off, actually, from All-Stars. And I think he uh, – I don't know. I guess he just wanted a year off, and then he bounced right back into it the next year. But um, I was really hoping to get to play for him. My little brother actually played for him uh, in the regular season. So I got to see what his coaching style was like. I mean, the guy knows what he's talking about. He's just a really great guy. So when you were playing Little League at Northern Little League, did your baseball coaches ever show you the plaque out there that has all the faces, great baseball players like Cody Walker and Josh Lester and Brady Hamilton, who's been a guest on this show, and all those great players that are engraved in that plaque that reminds everybody that they mean business. Northern Little League has won the Little League World Series in 2006, and they have represented District A many years and the state of Georgia. Yeah, so um, actually, I know a handful of the guys from the 06 team. I'm actually good friends with Cody Walker. I grew up with him because of um, some of our, our friends in between us, and then we just ended up being good friends. And, um, yeah, a lot of those guys, they were kind of – I kind of looked up to them because, you know, obviously they won the World Series. And then in 2010, we had another team go to the World Series, and that's when I was 10. So that one hit a little bit closer to home, being that they were closer to my age. I got to face those kids and just, like, see how good they were. And, like, you know, just being around that um, that type of skill skill set and stuff, it's just unreal seeing that uh, at a young age. After your Little League career, you went on to play baseball at Shaw High School. Uh, were you always a pitcher, or did you play uh, any other positions? 
So growing up, I was mainly a catcher, but I pitched as well. But uh, or I was one of the like taller kids and had one of the better arms on the team always. So they always put me behind the plate because it's what happens usually when you're younger. And um, but I always pitched on the side. And then when I got to Shaw, I kind of played a little bit of everything. I kind of just played what we needed. Going into freshman year, I was a catcher and a pitcher. And then sophomore year, I played outfield and pitched. Junior year, I played first and pitched. And then uh, my senior year, I actually played second and pitched. And after you left Shaw, so you went on to a two-year school, and then you went on to play for the Augusta University Jaguars, which we are familiar here in Columbus because they're in the Peach Belt Conference alongside Columbus State. And uh, you are a member of the Columbus Chattahoots. This is your second year. Uh, Brian, I remember you from last year. You are a very approachable guy. Uh, you're usually out in front of the gate signing autographs and meeting some of the fans. And what does that mean to come home and represent your hometown of Columbus and being a member of the Chattahoots? So growing up, we always had the um, – well, at least when I was younger, we had the catfish. And I remember, I think it was my seven-year-old year after Seaball, we came up there to a game and they let us do the national anthem with them. And, you know, just being out on the field in front of all the fans, I was like, this is really sick. And then, unfortunately, the catfish left. And then uh, when I heard they were bringing back baseball to Columbus, I was like, I got to be a part of this. You know, just being in the community and being able to play in front of your family and your friends and just being able to uh, have fun with, like, guys you grew up with. And, um, I mean, even some of these guys played growing up with my brother. And uh, so it's kind of awkward being on the same team as these guys. But, um, I mean, it's just fun being around everybody. And, of course, you play for a winning manager, Steve Smith, who led Calvary Christian to four state titles. And he's transferring over from the high school baseball coaching level to coaching collegiate athletes. You're familiar with a lot of these players. A lot of them play at Columbus State. A lot of them play locally. But what does it mean to play for a manager like Coach Smith? Coach Smith is awesome. I love the guy. He's um. I mean, it's just fun to be around. He has fun with us. You know when it's business. You know when you can have fun. And the guy's just – he's just a great guy. Like, you can't go wrong with being with him. And um, he's going to love you, and he's going to he's gonna show you in the right direction. And uh, he'll keep your head screwed on straight, that's for sure. All right, let's talk about the 2021 season because you were on that team. This is your second season with the Columbus Chattahoochee. You guys had a historical run. You were the sixth seed. Went all the way to the Sun Belt Championship, however, lost to the Alpharetta Aviators. What did that mean to get that championship success early on in your second season as the Columbus Chattahoots? Because they were an inaugural team last year, and they made that incredible run to the championship game. But you guys are looking to feed off that and have a successful season this year. What did that mean to play in the championship game last year? Playing sports, you never really expect in your first year to go to a championship. I don't know. You just don't expect everything to click the right way. But once we got in the locker room and we started figuring stuff out halfway through the season, I feel like we just we were clicking and uh, we got hot at the right time. And, um, yeah, being that first year, I think it shows or sets an example of where we need to be for the next upcoming years. And, um, I don't know, it was just fun being first year and making it the championship and being able to play in front of the, all of our fans here at home and um, – I don't know. Everything just about last season was fun. The guys were fun. It's just, I don't know, baseball in the summer in Columbus is just unreal. It is definitely unreal. You guys are 7-7 seven and seven on the season, are actually in first place in the SBL West. 
and uh, you have a little bit of a break. You don't have any weekday games. You'll take on the Brookhaven Bucks for a two-game series this Friday and Saturday night. It's Braves night, Friday night. Hopefully, we'll have a lot of fans. Uh, myself and my family will be out there. Brian, it's just great just seeing you at the front gate and just signing autographs and talking to some of the fans. But you also have a personality to you. Being a relief pitcher or a middle reliever, that you've got to have some swagger to you. And you're just the type of player that comes out of the bullpen and your personality shows on the mound. You're a very well-known Chattahoots player. And just to have that personality on the mound, what does that mean? Sports doesn't last forever. So I try to have fun as much as I can. And um, being that I am playing for my hometown team, I think it just means a lot more to me because I'm playing in front of people I know, you know, wanting to be good and wanting my boys to have my back and knowing that I got their back. Everything about baseball, it's just knowing you have eight other people behind you as a pitcher and they just have to, they're trusting in you to throw strikes and you have to trust in them. So if I get a big play to get out of an inning, I'm going to show emotion. And it's just a part of me um, just having fun and being a kid. All right, Brian, let's talk about your teammates. Because Wynn Johns is leading the team with two home runs and six runs batted in. Connor O'Neill has had some big-time clutch hits. You have a talented shortstop in Jesse Donahoe. Uh, which of your teammates really, first of all, like you get along with your teammates pretty well, but uh, what are some of the teammates on the Chattahoots that, that you're close with? Are you, are you close with the bullpen guys, or do you hang out with the position players? Uh, I don't really associate myself with one side. I kind of just, like, I, I just want to be around everybody. And um, I'd say the person I'm closest to, though, would have to be uh, our left fielder, Jonathan Manabusen, because me and him have been playing together since we were, I think, 13. So we've always had a little rivalry because he went to Hardaway and I went to Shaw. And I felt like in high school, it was always me and him pitching against each other. So uh, we actually talk daily, even when we're not at the field. And um, we hang out outside of the field. And I don't know, just having friends that you grew up with and even people that I'm playing against in uh, college ball like Wynn and Cooper and C. Hafer, those guys are – they're just fun to be around. And um, I don't know, it's just – they know what winning's like being at Columbus State. So the clubhouse definitely uh, excels when it comes to being together and knowing what needs to happen and what we need to do to be better. You got a big series coming up against Brookhaven. Right now, the SBL, the, the Gainesville Gold Diggers, have the best record in the SBL with a 12-3 and record. So the margin of error in the SBL is not by much. You've been trading blows between Chakalaka. They've seemed like your rival, but you've had a, a tough loss against the Atlanta Blues, but you're able to bounce back and, and beat them in an 18-run marathon of 10-8. Do you think there's parity in the SBL, or is there a team that's just completely st stood out a head and shoulders above everybody else? I think it's more of a uh, – I think it's a dogfight right now because everybody's still figuring out who their guys are. And um, even with us, I feel like we've been – there's been multiple games this year where we've been one or two hits away from winning the game. And then we've had a couple off games where we just struggled and gave up a bunch of runs or we didn't score runs. But other than that, I think we're – I mean, I think we're still there. Gainesville was tough, being that we lost both of them by one, and that's who we had to play last year to get into the championship. So there was some bad blood there from last year. But um, I think we'll be fine after this break, and we're just going to start clicking and uh, start rolling again like last year. 
And then you'll get a little bit of a 4th of July break. Uh, get, you'll get to enjoy the 4th of July with your family. And then you're back at it July the 5th up at Kennesaw State University taking on the Atlanta Crackers who have the second best record in the SBL. And they have the leading home run leader in the SBL, Colton Lawrence. Are you a sabermetrics type of guy? Do you look at uh, players' batting averages, their cold zones, their hot zones? You know how to pitch to them. I mean, wh- how do you approach a game when you take the mound? Uh, baseball's a weird game because you could be 0 for 12 in three games. And then the next game you could go 3 for 3 with two bombs. So um, I don't really get into it. We kind of get a scouting report from Coach Smith before the game, but usually when I get out there, it's just me and the catcher, and uh, I'm just going to give them my best and see what they can do with it. All right. And so in the fall, you become a senior at Augusta University? Right. This will be my – it's technically my COVID year, my fifth year, because I went to the two-year, and we got a year back. So this will be my technical senior year. Okay, because you're going to graduate, uh, will you be eligible to play another season for the Chattahoots? I'm not sure yet. I still have to talk to a coach about it. I'd love to. Oh, we would love to have you back on the team. But you still have one more year of collegiate baseball in front of you, and that is playing for the Augusta University Jaguars. Columbus State, they did not win the Peach Bell this year. Young Harris did, but they actually got pretty far in the Super Regionals when you play Columbus State, being from Augusta University, I, I don't know how the schedule is going to look in the Peach Belt next season. Uh, what does it mean to you to come back to Columbus when you're playing at Augusta University? Have you ever played at Burger King Field at Ragsdale Stadium? Yeah, it's actually funny. So my dad's uh, – he's actually a DM for Burger King. And uh, so he has seven stores around Columbus that he runs. But, yeah, so not this – past year but the year before it um we actually came to columbus and played a three-game series and then that means that this year we'll come back to columbus and i i enjoy it because um my brother was younger so he's still at high school ball and my parents were heavily and uh involved in like the board and the concession stands and helping out any way they can and so when i got to come back here and play in front of them i I enjoyed it because they don't get to come out very much to Augusta since it's about three and a half. It's hard for them to get out there, being that my brother usually has home games on the weekend or something. But they sure he'll be going to college, so maybe they'll be able to get out a little bit more. Uh, when you're a student at Augusta University, what's the atmosphere like in Augusta come Masters time? Oh, it's insane. I live right across the street from the Masters, and um, we had a 2 o'clock practice during the Masters. So it's actually our spring break. So we had a two o'clock practice and um, I was sitting in front of the cookout trying to get home and it was less than a mile drive and it took me 45 minutes to get there. And so like our field where it's at is right beside the airport that all the private jets and all the golfers, they fly into to, um, for the masters. So they're constantly just coming over our field and then uh, the traffic starts picking up and you kind of figure out your um, times when you can leave and when you can't leave. But if you get in that traffic, you're going to be stuck there for a while. I can tell you that. All right. And also being a Columbus resident, you're also a Columbus sports fan, right? You like the River Dragons. You have the same ownership group, Ignite Sports, the the Rapids, the Columbus Lions. Right. I used to – so when the Cotton Mouse were here, BK had season tickets, so I'd always go to that. And then I actually used to drop the puck all the time on BK Kids Night because of my dad. And then um, we still get the – season tickets through Burger King to the 
River Dragons games. So I still go to those whenever I am in town. And I got to catch a couple of the Rapids games because I had a few friends that were playing. So I came to check them out. And then when I was younger, I went to a couple of the Columbus Lion games. That is great that you are a professional athlete representing the Fountain City and uh, playing baseball. And uh, you have definitely, you know, completed my goal is to get at least one member of each of the professional sports teams here on the show. You know, I'm going to have point guard Cortez Cheney on the show tomorrow. He's a member of the Georgia Vipers. And we're trying to get the word out that we may have a fifth professional sports team here in Columbus as uh, they're trying to just get known. They play in the Professional Basketball Association. Hmm. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, I didn't even know about it until uh, about two weeks ago. But I had the owner on the show. And, of course, I'm going to have Cortez Cheney on the show tomorrow. It's going to be great. Of course, I've had your manager on. I've had Zach DeBozart. He's just does an outstanding job as the play-by-play announcer for the Hoots. Do you ever find yourself watching the broadcast and just hearing uh, Zach you know, call your games? Yeah, so usually after I pitch, either bad or good, um, I always go back and watch because, I mean, there's always stuff you can improve on um, with pitch sequencing or mechanics or anything. So I like to see what I did good and what I did bad so I can uh, keep improving every day. Now, you're considered a long reliever, right? So if the pitcher leaves the game, you're able to pitch about two two or three innings? Right. All right, and I did actually see some of your box scores. You actually did not give up a run in two of those games. Uh, I know that you're probably looking at that earned run average and thinking, oh, that could probably be a little bit lower. But you've done a great job on the mound. I mean, you have got the Chattahoots out of a couple of jams and really saved your – the remaining back of your bullpen by eating up some innings. Yeah, um, pitching's a tough thing because, especially as a reliever, like you said with the ERA, you can give up one run and a couple of innings, and your ERA could go up. And uh, that's the only bad thing that sucks about looking at stats because, like, you can have a good day, but if you give up a couple runs, your stats can still go up. And um, or you just don't want to think about that. You just want to be you and uh, have fun and just get outs for your team. Absolutely. Well, Brian, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Good luck the rest of the season. And uh, I'll see you out at the ballpark this Friday, Braves night. I know that's going to be a lot of fun, and we'll see a lot of fans out there uh, wearing the Braves gear. I heard Blooper is going to be there. Uh, they, are you guys, like, wearing anything, like, Braves-related? Or what have you heard about Friday and what, what's going to be so special? Um, I heard I heard about Blooper, which I think Blooper's awesome. Blooper's one of my favorite things in sports right now, just like, I don't know, everything, his social media presence and like the stuff he does is just so funny to me. But um, I know we got him coming. I want to say the drum line's coming. I don't know what we're doing about jerseys. I feel like it'd be sick if we could do something, but I'm not too sure. I just found out about all this stuff the other day because I saw we had Braves night. So I decided to ask our GM about it because I wanted to know what it was about. And then he just told me about blooper and, other stuff that I just mentioned, and um, but I think Blooper's a the big seller right there. Yes, that can bring in buttload of fans. Oh, and if you guys can get the freeze out there too to race in front of your uh, your pizza, burger, and uh, hot dog race, uh, if you can get the freeze out there, that would be awesome as well. No, Brian, it's been great, and I'm really looking forward to the rest of the season. Hopefully, I'll come out to some games, and uh, definitely we'll see you out at the ballpark. Yes, sir. Sounds good.
All right, everybody, that was Columbus Chattahoots pitcher Brian Trepanier being a guest on the show. He has completed the goal of getting every professional sports team on the show. I've had Jay Krupp. I've had Mason Espinoza. I've had Olivia Gerald. So, yeah, Brian Trepanier just completes the process here. And, and as always, great having you on the show. You were a great guest, and uh, hopefully I get some more of your teammates on the show as well. I reached out to several of them, and, and uh, definitely it should be fun. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. It's been a blast. Absolutely. Hope everybody enjoyed today's episode. Stay tuned for tomorrow, as I will have Georgia Vipers point guard Cortez Cheney on the show. And I hope everybody has a great rest of your day. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.